Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle, I understand you're very upset with me. Totally. No, because I uh, ended a life. Yeah, yeah, I'm really upset with you about that. So do you want to tell, I, I feel like it, if you're the one who explains it, it will paint me in the worst light. Okay. So do you want to tell, tell everybody what I did? So, yeah. So, okay. So, um, so Henrik had these trees and they were just trees and they were mulberry trees. So they have like really nice fruits on them and they're really <laughs> they good. Were just, they were just trees. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. I'm- and um so they get really nice fruit and it's good they taste good and also it's good for the birds and stuff because the birds like to eat them and then he had these trees and he let them grow for 10 years and then he was like they're too big and he just cut them down with chainsaw and now they're like firewood somewhere and he like (laughs) he like put like the worst pesticide ever on them so they would really really die forever and herbicide yes uh, so where I live, the most common type of weed tree is apparently, I, I discovered this talking to a landscaper is mulberry and honeysuckle. Um, and yeah, I removed an entire mulberry tree that was literally pushing against, uh, well, it was, it was growing at my fence line. So it was destroying my fence slowly and it was pushing against my gutter. Um, so, and for the record, okay, for the record, I didn't used to be, uh, ah, what's the word? I wasn't, I didn't used to be responsible for the house's full well being because I rent. So I also just didn't really know much to know that I could just take these motherfuckers out. From my perspective, when they're just on the side of the house that I never look at, it's just one day I looked over and went, oh crap. It's mm-hmm. huge. And some of these things, man, I mean, like, uh, I had to take one honeysuckle tree down. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a tree yet. It was just growing. But I mean, in one season, it had grown past the height of the gutters of my house. Yeah. They grow really fast. Um, and unfortunately, if I just prune them back and prune them back, which we have done that in the past, um, they just get a thicker base and just keep growing. Mm-hmm. And I know I talked about this uh, a couple of weeks back uh, I, on the show. I talked about how mad I was with the trees that were growing too close to the house. And I even, uh, uh, a fan, uh, Patricia, uh, she wrote in, uh, actually to me on Facebook and told me that she, that was one of her big considerations when she got her house was that there'd be no trees that could grow and destroy her beautiful home. Uh, <laughs> So, and there's still one of the trees back there is up so high. It's in the power line. So I can't do that. I got to call a professional. Doesn't your like town just come by and trim all the trees from the power lines? They sure do, but that's not a solution. That's just a, that's just a band aid. Well, I mean, it's a solution. So the tree doesn't die. 
Yeah, as the tree continues to just tear my fence apart. Like, no. No. Is it really tearing your fence apart? It's starting to, yeah. Like? It's very big. Like? And the weirdest part about these, like, weed trees is they'll be wide, too. Like, they'll, they'll be, like, three feet wide of tree coming out of, like, the stump. Like... It's very strange. I mostly was handling it with loppers. I was mostly just lopping, you know, as many branches off as I could just to kind of make things manageable. Mm-hmm. So these are really bad. I, I, I if you, if you're, you're giving me this look, you should just come over and see them and you would understand. No, I, I do understand. Like you can't have things growing up against your house, especially. Um, it's yeah. not according to everything that I've learned. It it can't actually damage your foundation, like because mm-hmm. tree roots can't go through foundation, but it could go under your foundation and make a little sinkhole area. Like so, it can do bad things, and it can fall on your house. Maybe um, make that weird rubbing sound that the tree outside my house is doing. <laughs> it can also affect your plumbing. Oh, That's totally. important too. Um, but any tree on your property, if it's in the yeah. right spot, could affect your plumbing, um, which is yeah. scary. Uh, well, they sell stuff. I, I learned this because I was, you know, researching tree poisons. They sell one specifically for flushing down your pipes, just to burn off the roots that are getting into your pipes. Wow. Uh, I would be. I wonder, like, if how that works out because, like, roots should not be in your pipes. You know. Mm-hmm. Roots being in your pipes means your pipes have holes in them. So yeah. I wonder if when you like flush the roots out, if you make the pipes have like seepage. I that I don't know. I don't have that problem. Thank goodness. Yeah, I, I don't have um, that yet. But uh, but I used to have uh, a big tree in my front yard. We finally got rid of it. It was getting way. I mean, it was really, really, really big. It was very cute fifteen years ago. It, it, no, 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 no. Don't don't do that. Like that's just like people who buy puppies and then they're like, "Oh, it's a dog now." Like, you can't pull that card on me. I adopted both of my dogs as seniors. I'm not saying that you do that to dogs. <laughs> I'm just saying the trees start small and then they grow up. And mm-hmm. you have to be when you plant a tree. I'm not saying you plant the tree cuz you didn't. Yes. You have to be you have to understand that one day the tree is going to be not a cute little baby. It's going to be a giant tree that drops things all the time on your yard. And there's just all those little helicopters everywhere all the time. I would never plant a tree. So uh, because of this, like, I mean, uh, with the size of lot I have Mm -hmm. like a 7,000 square foot lot. I mean, I would never plant a tree in it. I, Um, yeah, it's a little small for me. I think I'm going to plant like five or six trees just to just, just now, like, cause now I feel bad for trees. So I have to start planting a bunch of them. But the circle of life, we installed shrubs. So we now have a shrub line, which is very nice. And they'll get to grow and thrive. And the bigger they get, the better of a hedge they'll be. That's true. Yeah. It's not a tree, but they're important too. Is a bush not a tree, really? I Yeah, I think there's a difference. (laughs) But uh, uh, I'm waiting to hear back from the pro guy who will probably remove the one that's getting to the power lines and causing all that trouble. Yeah. Um, also, I just got tired out. I put about about you know 14 hours into the yard work between two days, and uh, I got an incredible amount of stuff done. Uh, and now I'm just tired. 
um, every day. Yeah. Um, also, you know, big thank you to that goddamn mole uh, for helping me fall off a ladder. That was super nice. Uh, <laughs> so, with the, with your falling off the ladder, I didn't ask originally because I was not really thinking about it. But did you have like one of those like a frame ladders that collapse? Like no, that? no, it was, no. What, was it was against your house ladder. No, no. Uh, well, I guess I I guess it is sort of an a frame ladder. It, it's it's. I have this set of ladders that are basically like bigger and bigger step stools, except one goes up to almost six feet. Those are dangerous. Yeah. When they get tall like that, they don't, they don't like stand flat. Not that that was the case in here. (laughs) I was going to say, I've never fallen off of one before and they're my only ladder that I have. So I've hung Christmas lights with them. I've cleaned gutters with them. Um, And the worst part is, so I'm, I mean, luckily, thank goodness. I mean, I wasn't like using a chainsaw on it or anything. I was, I was using a, uh, the loppers just to mm-hmm. lop off branches because what I was initially, all I was doing was, was pruning and lopping, you know, uh, things to try and make the trees smaller to see if they could become manageable enough for me to, ma- to, you know, handle them by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was pretty proud of the, uh, the methodology I w- that we were using to bring the tree branches down. I would, uh, once it was lopped enough to where I could really judge how big it was, we would tie twine to it. And, uh, and my friend would pull it toward her as I chainsawed it. So it would fall the direction we wanted it to. Um, you know, which was not either onto my house or onto my neighbor's property. Cause I, I, I just didn't want to be a jerk and le- be like, here's about 40 pounds of, <laughs> of yard debris for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but no, uh, so I, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the ladder lopping off tree branches and I had spent a good couple of minutes finding a, a secure spot because of the goddamn mole making molehills just fucking everywhere. And I got a good spot. I'm up there. I'm lopping. I'm lopping. I'm lopping. And I just remember all of a sudden one of the legs just sunk right into the ground like fast. And the best part about this fall, if I had to rate the positives of this very painful fall off of a ladder, um, that happened while I was by myself too. So I'm really glad I didn't get injured because I could have yeah. just, la- just been laying in a pile of brush. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Did, did you but, have your phone close by so at least you could have like called? It was in my pocket, so uh, yeah, I mean, so, but uh, you, have to, you have to be conscious and with not broken limbs to use a phone. Yeah, I mean, depending on the limbs, but yeah. well, and and also you know because who who the hell actually use leaves Hey Siri activated that eats up your battery life oh. anyway. Oh, uh, Siri, <laughs> I know you don't. That's why you'll die. That's why we'll all die. But no, <laughs> so. Um, but the funniest part about it was that the way it jerked down, mm-hmm. it felt like it just went off balance and I corrected my balance pr- like pretty well, but it didn't actually stop the whole thing from falling over. So the only, like the, the, the thoughts I had were like, Whoa. And I was like, I got it. And then like, why am I still going toward the ground? <laughs> Cause I really felt like I had compensated, mm-hmm. but actually, so I guess that once my body kicked forward, I basically just kicked it right out from under me the rest of the way. Okay. So I just whammed uh, just about just about face first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I hit the ground just about face first. Wow. Um, my my arms came out and broke my fall, sort of. Like I didn't hurt. I, I mean, <laughs> I keep saying like I didn't hurt myself. No, I was I hurt myself quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't like horribly injured. I didn't have to go to the hospital. 
Um, but it was pointed out to me regularly by people like you and other friends when I'd be like, man, I'm really sore for doing, a, I, you know, man, I didn't realize how much work I was doing. And you're like, well, you did fall off a ladder. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that contributes to how sore I am yeah, too. Maybe. I, uh, I fell right off the ladder. The funniest part was I fall off the ladder. I like look around, I get up and I'm like, I think I'm okay. So I go and sit down for a minute and I'm, I'm texting uh, Rachel and I'm like, I'm going to wait to work on this till you get here. <laughs> Cause I'd been, I'd been working about two hours lopping things off. And then she was like, I'll come and help you. Mm-hmm. And it was way better idea to do it with somebody else. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> so I just sat there kind of recovering from it mentally as well as physically, you know, just kind of catching my breath, not feeling so shocked. Mm-hmm by the fall. And then, uh, I go back to lopping down branches, small branches without needing a ladder or anything. I just went back to work until Rachel got there. Mm -hmm. So I'm lopping branches, lopping branches, lopping branches. Well, then Rachel shows up and she starts bundling everything while I'm working. So she's doing cleanup. I'm doing the chopping. And (laughs) when she finally got the side of the yard cleaned up, it was so funny. She moves like the last bunch. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, there's my ladder. Cause I just been burying it under all of the branches. Cause, (laughs) cause I like, I didn't even want to acknowledge that ladder due to our, uh, our past work. And then I did use a chainsaw on that ladder. That's pretty Um, scary, honestly, but I was only two steps up and I did like an immense amount of like jumping and moving on top of the ladder first Mm -hmm. to make sure I wasn't in a molehill. And then it was just chainsawing one piece really quick. And then I put the chainsaw down and then it was a combination of loppers and trying to move it with my hands off of the roof. So the piece was so big, it was already kind of resting on the roof. Mm -hmm. So my, I decided the best option was to just cut it so that it, it was on the roof and then drag it down slowly because it was really big and every time i dragged it down i would lop off more branches and then drag it down and lop off until eventually it became you know very manageable Mm -hmm. size still very very big i remember when it was done just going like holy cow so yeah then once that was done i chainsawed the stump as short as i could and then i poured yeah enough herbicide the strongest herbicide they sell to consumers uh i poured enough herbicide on the stump itself and the roots around it to commit a war crime I mean, it's, that's over. That tree is over. And for the record, I never got any delicious berries out of it. So I don't feel bad. Well, okay. But you could have, they were there probably. (sighs) I mean, if you liked them so much, I didn't hear you go, Hey, give me those trees. I would have taken them. You didn't (laughs) offer. You're well, you're it would be up to you to be like, I'm having a truck sent your way right now with some workers. They're going to dig them up by the roots, they're going to plant them, and they're gonna spray them with water the whole way up like free willy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna sit with I'm gonna sit with them in the truck, make sure they're okay, <laughs> talk to them the whole time. <laughs> but uh but no, so so that tree's totally gone, but that was the biggest threat tree. So that tree's totally gone. Then, uh, the other tree that I had to prune immensely is not totally gone, but it's chopped like down to almost nothing. Mm Uh, some of it was growing in my neighbor's yard and they weren't home at the time. So I didn't want to like, I wanted to at least wait till they were home. So if I decide to saw that up, I can say, Hey, if a couple branches fall over there, you feel free to throw them back over in my fence. Mm -hmm. I'll take care of them because I'm killing this tree, which is mostly on my fence line, but a bunch of branches are on your side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that one's like heavily in the fence too. So like I, I got to come up with like a real good method for how I'm going to saw it down. But I did blast it with some poison. Maybe I'll luck out and it'll just die. 
Yeah, or maybe you can you can do something like I don't I I'm not I don't see it obviously, so I'm not 100% sure, but if it's in the fence enough, maybe you can just kind of cut the bottom off so it, and then the top so like it's just stuck in the fence, but it's not Yeah. Deal. There's a big piece of that birchwood tree is just in the fence still. Mm-hmm. From that I tore it out. Yeah, that piece is just there. I was like, how do I fix this? And I was like, well, it's not hurting anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just looks kind of funny a mm-hmm. little bit. So, yeah, these guys aren't aren't too bad. More it's more so cutting even down to the stump. It's about like, can I really cut this without hitting the fence with the chainsaw? Yeah. And that's kind of important. So, which was my mother's biggest fear. She was like, don't you get, don't cut those down with a chainsaw. They're too close to the fence. In reality, they weren't that close to the fence. Mm -hmm. Like there was like a solid, like, I don't know, maybe seven, eight inch buffer. And I'm using a little saw. I'm using like a 14 inch chainsaw. I'm not saw. I'm not a lumberjack. I'm just sawing down small trees and killing them because they're smaller and weaker than me. So I can do that because I'm somebody, damn it. And those trees, they didn't deserve, they didn't, they didn't pay rent. What do they do? Okay. So did you ever ask them to pay rent? Do you ever have a conversation? Three different times. Yeah. And you know what they kept doing? They said, call me later. And they gave me the number twice and it was a different number both times. Mm -hmm. They were just making up a number. Maybe they changed their phone number. Some people get new phones and phone numbers. I I think they were just making it up. Because then the third time when they said, just call me, I asked them for the number and they said it to me and I wrote it down and I said, hey, could you say that back to me again? And it got like really offended. So I think it's full of crap. Yeah, I guess so. Makes me sad, though. I well, you know, I wish that the trees were better tenants, I guess. Mm. Uh I did. I, it's hard. I didn't love killing those trees, honestly. I mean, I loved the sense of accomplishment. I didn't know I could do that. It felt really nice to spend a couple of days outside and get a lot of work done. Yeah. And make the house nicer. Yeah. Um, that was nice, but you know, the trees weren't ugly or anything. There was that one tree that didn't get even a third as big as those that was growing right under my bedroom window that I like, I cut it down to nothing. And then I poured an entire jug of roundup in the whole flower bed. Oh God. (laughs) And it never grew back, obviously. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it's just, it's hard. Cause I guess, cause like I said, I called the landscape guy and I told him like, I'd like a quote, I'd like him to come and look at a couple of these trees and tell me what it would cost to remove them of weed trees. And, um, literally he was like, what road do you live off of? And I told him and he was like, ah, so they, so they're, uh, probably honeysuckle, huh? Uh, and I was like, mostly, yeah, mm-hmm. they are mostly honeysuckle. And he was like, yeah, those, apparently they are really bad out here. Well, honeysuckle, um, there's a lot of different species of honeysuckle and some of it's invasive. So I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Like I've never, I didn't know honeysuckle came in tree form, but mm. I don't know that much about honeysuckle. I can say it's definitely invasive mm-hmm. because two of those trees were, what was it? Mulberry? Yeah. Yeah. Two of them were definitely mulberry. Everything else is honeysuckle and there's a lot of it. Um, and they're growing big yeah, and fast. Do they smell um, really nice? Mm, Do they have flowers? Not, not really. No flowers. Mm, interesting. No, seriously. I, that's why I was confused when he said they were honeysuckle, but I was able to confirm it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's no honeysuckle plants on them. Mm. Oh, so wow. Yeah. So anyhow, but that's all uh, taken care of. And that's begin allows me to begin to make way for the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. 
I'm getting a shed. Yay. I don't know if we've talked about that on here or not, but I'm getting a shed. I don't think we have. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's so easy for you to laugh at me because you have a shed. I and also a much bigger house. No, I don't. You don't have a bigger house than me? Wait, oh, isn't your house like 10 something square feet? Like 1080. Yeah, my house is 1290. So it's just a little Must bit bigger. Must be nice. Must be nice. Oh, t- totally. I, I, I don't even know where those extra square feet are. They're probably like in my living room or something. Or the I, I extra mean, see, bathroom. Well, you have a basement. Yeah, but that doesn't so. count because it's unfinished. Oh, but but it's still storage. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't count as square footage. Okay, okay, well, but your living space still has more space than mine due to just the storage. And you have 200 square feet more than me, which is, like, a lot. But you have a garage, and I don't have a garage. Okay, yeah? Let me put it to you this way. Once my my, uh, shed is installed, I will have 100 additional square feet for storage. Cool. So I will still have less than you do finished home. Yeah. Well, you bastard. It depends on how big your garage is. I mean, I guess your garage is smaller than my basement, but I don't really. It is, but not by a lot. But Uh it is smaller than your basement. Yeah. So, Uh, (laughs) but anyway, I am getting a shed, and I know that I am over thirty because I'm (laughs) so excited about a shed. So. Because I I debated for a long time getting, like, one of those um, resin sheds you assemble yourself, Mm -hmm. but they don't have a lot of longevity. I mean, they can last, but they don't last like a real building will last. Um, And if you want them to last like a real building will last, then you're looking into building a... uh, A specialized uh, foundation and stuff, and then it starts to cost what a real shed being built by craftsmen would cost. Right, yeah. Except you have to build the resin shed. Mm-hmm. So, so I, uh, I went with a, uh, a hunt, a, a 10 foot by 10 foot because of zoning laws, a 10 foot by, which is, it's plenty of space though, a 10 foot by 10 foot shed that looks like a little miniature barn and it's got a loft, which adds 40% more storage space, which I am super into. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and luckily, um, there was a sale on this exact format, uh, uh, format. So I was able to go to Lowe's and like walk into the shed and it was the exact dimensions of the shed I wanted to buy. So I could look around and be like, wow, the lawnmower will go there. The chainsaw and the weed whacker and all, it'll all go there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, there's so much room for more storage. And I'm a bit of a pack rat. Some of it is pack ratness. And some of it is like, business stuff like um every costume i've ever bought and bought to make a movie i you don't throw those away you keep them you never know when you're going to need them again right so i have you know tons and tons and tons of plastic bin things and most of that stuff is couldn't you know it doesn't matter how you store it it's in plastic tubs they're mm-hmm. sealed airtight so why not put them in the shed yeah yeah you know out of the way so I'm really excited to make my garage have a little bit more space to then use my garage more wisely. Um, also, once I remove all the lawn uh, implements from the garage and put them in the shed, that'll free up an immense amount of space for additional storage in the garage. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. I know that this is not exciting to most people. I can't wait to have a shed. I can't wait. That being said, I may not have it until November. 
That's, I mean, that's still, that's not that long. What is that, like two months away? It's not so bad. Well, in lockdown days, that's like seven days away. Exactly. I just like close my eyes and I open my eyes and it's like, we have, we like, there's another new Olympics. Like Mm -hmm. I I can't, I can't handle how quick time goes by. I was corresponding with somebody about working on a project together. And, uh, the, the person's like all in like super into it. And I, I told them like, we'll be talking soon. And they wrote me the other day and said like, Hey, it's been three and a half weeks since we talked. Just want to say, Hey, make sure everything's okay. And I was like, Oh my God, I I had no idea that that much time went by. Wow. It's just, wow. It's just zooming by sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that was fun. Oh, speaking of time zooming by, uh, 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 my birthday is next week yeah. or the week of this, of people listening to this. Will yeah. Be my birthday mm-hmm. week. So I'll be 34, 34. I'll be 34. I mean, I can check Wikipedia. Yeah. That's how, that is legitimately how I know how old I am. That's because you put, because it has my birth date and in parentheses, it always fills in the exact amount of uh, age I am. That's pretty cool. It's nice. Cause then I don't have to compensate. Yeah. I'm 33 years old. right now. <laughs> I am 33 years old. According to Wikipedia. Also, somebody edited my Wikipedia page and took down a lot of stuff. Really? Uh, not a lot, but some of it, I don't know. I'm not like a big, I, I don't follow my Wikipedia page that much. It just says like who I am and that I've done a couple things like, ta-da. I mean, did they take stuff down that was inaccurate or that? Uh, it was accurate as far as I knew, hmm. but it's not a big deal. Maybe it's like that thing where like Wikipedia is, is real sort of. In a sense that, like, if you change things on Wikipedia, it changes them in real life. Oh, God. So, like, this is becoming a goosebump story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you probably don't exactly remember what they were because they never happened now. They never happened. No. Okay. You just remember that okay. they were different. I got that. I got it. If you okay. want, I can go onto your Wikipedia page and change things so things are better. Just like a multi-million dollar, unlike what that time I read my 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 secret net worth from some automatically generated website. Um. Oh, so so speaking of, since I did say the magic word, R.L. Stein book, um, I want. I think we should take a second to mention that uh, our our little Michelle here wrote a uh, a short story. I, yeah. <laughs> See, they couldn't see because the camera doesn't cut to you unless you make noise. But you were shaking your head, like, no. like blinking no. Morse code to try and get people to come and save you. <laughs> um, so for the last few months or last month and a half or so, um, I and, uh, and 10 authors have been working on a young adult uh, horror anthology book called Campfire Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm very proud of it. It was kind of inspired by um, uh, two things. My live stream, I was doing Uncle Henny's Campfire Stories and also Weekly Spooky, the podcast I've been I've been doing for almost a year that I launched like a week before I launched this podcast. And um, Michelle wrote a story for the book called Eh, Real Monsters from NEPA, which I love Eh, Real, Mo- eh, Real Monsters. <laughs> But uh, yeah. you wrote a young adult story. I thought it turned out excellent. And 
I'm not only mentioning this because I want people to go to henflix.com and pre-order a copy of the book, which they are shipping at the end of September. Uh, we'll be shipping copies of the book and paperback. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also an audiobook option you could get on there too. Uh, but because on my other podcast, which I almost never mention here, uh, which is weekly spooky this week when, uh, when the, on that show, you'll be able to hear me narrate Michelle's story Eh, real monsters from Nepa. So, yeah. I was going to read it, but I'm too... I mean, I was going to listen to it, but I'm too scared. <laughs> oh, so I haven't okay. been able to. I really would like to, maybe. I'm not really sure. <laughs> That's okay. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So. Um, you know, when we do our Halloween episode, we should have to wear costumes. Yeah. Since people can see us now, we can't just say we're wearing costumes. Uh, but I don't have any costumes. Well, there's plenty of time. It's only the start of September. Okay, sure. The Spirit Halloween's open. And at least here it is. It's probably open here too, but I, I'm not going to go into it. So. <laughs> but everybody's wearing masks. That means it's even safer mm-hmm. and scarier. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited that you've written some prose, Michelle. Oh, you shouldn't be. I'm sorry. You did a great job. And I, and I, before you, uh, we talked about it and you wrote that, I had no idea that you had much experience writing prose at all. That's, I mean, I guess like not a lot of people know because it's one of the things that I, that I do. <laughs> uh, sorry, there are these little things, these little hair clips over here. I just okay. really like them. I like to They're play fun. with them. They're like little funny mouths. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but it's like something I've done. Like I used to write like a lot. Like I used to write a lot when I was like super young, and I don't think any of it was good because I was a kid. Well, you were learning mm-hmm. to tell uh, stories. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I I like writing prose a lot. Um. So oh, you're saying that you're going to make me encourage it. No, it, no, I, I don't have time to, to, to write prose. Nobody cares. Those are, the, how, those are not related statements. Yeah. I don't have time and no one cares. It's like, so you're just listing excuses. Is yeah, that the plan? Yeah. Okay. okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to totally, I'm, I'm totally going to ask you to write prose now. No. That way I can, that way I can be like, my, my podcast is depending on you, Michelle, please no, write prose no. for it. I, I never know if I'm going to write a good thing though. Like, well, yeah, you've, have you ever written something? You've been like, yeah, this is good. Actually, <laughs> I really like writing and I really like editing a lot. So editing I will, is fun. Yeah. yeah. I will just edit to hell until I'm like, yeah, I really like this. Um, but I don't want to share it. Like, I don't want people to know that I like it because it's probably not good. And then they're going to tell me it's not good. And it's going to crush all of my dreams that I have. Well, what if we gave you a pen name? Another one. <laughs> one that's even more secretive. Like what if, what if it was like, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of a good pen name for you. Like, first of all, the first name has got to be Shelly. That's the, it's got to be Shelly. Because Shelly is like a is like a, like a great pen name name. I feel like just Shelly something or else. Or what? Will you hate that? I don't like the name Shelly. But you don't have to because this isn't really your name. I mean, if you have a better pen name idea, I'm waiting. I don't know. I don't. I don't want a pen name because then 
it's like it's then then people won't know it's me and then they'll talk about the book around me and how much they hate it <laughs> and they'll know for sure or worse they'll love it but then you can't take credit they'll be like sure you're her right yeah. whatever i mean i guess that would suck it wouldn't suck the same way but you know <laughs> But no, you should write more prose. You also sent me some prose that you wrote for your uh, this comic you've been working on. Yeah, and I thought it was really good. Thanks. That's hard though because like I, it's it's going to be because I I I definitely write in a different style mm-hmm. when I do prose than I do when I do comics because it's a different medium. So you can yeah. only, you can't show things the same way. Um, I'm gonna just go off topic a second and say like this is this is the problem. When you have animes that are made from light novels, <laughs> because you have like really in-depth, interesting characters in the light novel, but a lot of times when they make it into like a manga or they make it into an anime, they like take out all of the like the internal dialogue type stuff, um, all the yeah. thoughts and things, and you actually don't need to do that. You could leave them in, and when you take it out, the characters because it it was originally written in prose and that's how they were expressing things, the characters look real fucking boring if you don't fix it. Um, a lot of times. Yeah, so that's a problem. So, like, uh, the, the, the part of the chapter that I was writing was a lot of just what Felix was thinking, um, mm-hmm. which I can convert some of it, but not all of it. Um, so that kind of sucks. Well, uh, well, take it from me, somebody who has... I, I want to write prose... Mm-hmm like more and stretch that muscle, but I'm terrified of writing prose because I came from writing dialogue and from writing screenplays. That is all of my creative writing came from that. And it's a totally different muscle flex to have, to have to come up with how people say outside of themselves enough information to tell you what's going on inside of themselves right. yeah. you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's funny because I always, I, I always hear that that's harder. And, but what? it's the first, it's, I've just always heard that writing dialogue can be harder, um, than prose. And I, it's the first way I learned. So to me, that's the easy way to write. Mm-hmm. The hard way to write is to sit down and write prose yet. I can talk forever and never shut up. But, but you know, the second I start typing it down, I'm like, eh, I don't know. like yeah. uh, I'm a bad person. No, not, not really. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. No, no. You were going to say something important. Oh, I was just going to say, I also don't think that writing dialogue is harder, but I, I don't know. I don't, I think they're all about even hardness. Mm -hmm. So. Sure. Well, and, uh, it's all comfort zone too. So Michelle, are you going to make a promise to the people listening right now that you're going to write more prose? No, no, No. But, but, but I need you. Why? Because I have podcasts that needs prose. But you have so many talented writers. They all died. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you should... I don't know. Help me, Michelle. Please help what me. What if we bring them back? Okay, so, you, you, so to, get, to get out of writing prose, you're like, I'll cure death. <laughs> well, I was gonna like... Yeah, I mean, basically... I was going to just kind of reanimate them. I wasn't actually going to like cure them of death, but make them so they're basically kind of functional and they can definitely write. And what's even better is like people loved and cared about them. So whatever they write, everyone's going to love, even if it's terrible and doesn't make any sense. 
I don't know how many people loved and cared for Dan Wilder. We'll have to see. Aww. I mainly just said that so I could hear him react to it if he listens. <laughs> so. But no, Michelle, I, I'm, I'm going to need your commitment that you're going to write some prose. I, I'm, I need it. Please. Why? Because you're good at it. You are. You did a great job on your story. I really ask that everybody go to weeklyspooky.com or just type in Weekly Spooky on your favorite podcast app and listen to eh, Real Monsters from NEPA. It should be the newest episode if you're listening to this on, you know, Monday, uh, yeah. right when it comes out on Monday. Uh, you should listen to it. Michelle did a great job. Come on. I mean, if you really want me to, I'll, I'll write more prose, I guess. Okay, good. I desperately need you to. Okay. It's important. It's not. To the fate of the universe. <sighs> no, it's not. How do you know? Because nothing I do is important to the fate of the universe. What about that time you blew up the Death Star? Because I'm pretty sure that was you. It wasn't me totally. Like, I just explained how to blow up the Death Star. I didn't actually... You contributed. Yeah, but someone else could have done that, too. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's not that hard to figure out. You go through the little thing, little, like, thing that they did for some reason, just so you could blow it up in the right way, you know? What about the time... You were hanging out with Hitler and you were like, oh, sorry, bro. Here's your Shasta. And he drank it. And that was the poison that he drank. Except he shot himself, didn't he? I don't, I guess. But then, <laughs> man. Listen, my point is you killed Hitler. That, it didn't, didn't that mean help a to lot? kill Hitler. So I don't feel like, I don't feel vindicated. <laughs> what did you mean to do? I, I, I don't know. I, it would, you know, like. When some sometimes something happens and you don't even know what like why you did the thing you did, it was like that. I, was, I still don't really remember. But if that thing is murder, I think you need to talk to someone. Well, no, maybe. But last week <laughs> there there was a uh, I was outside and in where I live there are mosquitoes like all day long and they were attacking mm-hmm. me and attacking me and I was trying to kill them because I don't really want them to bite me. So I was killing them and then I was like over on my porch and I saw something on my leg and I got really freaked out and I like slapped it and then I stamped on it and it was a little baby jumping spider and I murdered it. And so, you're on me about killing trees? Exactly. Because I have to deflect. So so what I'm saying is I murdered it and I didn't even mean to. I just meant to murder something else. So. I think in your heart of hearts, you knew what you were doing. I hope not. I really like jumping spiders. They're kind of cool. They have really nice eyes. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>